1: Live from South Florida, the Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now news radio six ten W I O D
2: on the one hand, if he pushes too far and tries to do things, for example, support Ukraine militarily, that looks provocative and provide and provides the Russians with an excuse for going to war. On the other hand, if he backs away, he looks like he hasn't stood by an important U.S. friend in a very dangerous situation. Yeah, isn't it fun? I mean, how we have all these foreign policy problems again. You have Trump out of there, and now you got Russia that's engaged in provocation in addition to China, in addition to the debacle in Afghanistan. All good times, right? Uh, We'll talk about some of this here momentarily. This is a big week for the 45th president of the United States, Tomorrow is the release of his brand new picture book, over 300 images of his time as President of the United States, called Our Journey Together. And again, that book is released tomorrow. And then, of course, on Saturday, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. It is the history tour with President Trump and Bill O'Reilly. And you can get your tickets right now at BillO'Reilly.com. That's BillO'Reilly.com. And on this particular note, uh, and to answer the question once again that was posed in February in CPAC in Orlando, Mr. President, yes, we miss you every single day. It's great to have you back on the show.
1: Thank you very much, Brian. I I miss you and I miss uh, what we were doing. We were making America great again, and now America. I don't think it's ever been so low as it has. You we know, with the Afghanistan withdrawal. I call it a surrender, leaving eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment and American hostages. Because that's what you could say is like you have to call them a hostage uh, when you're leaving all of that behind and you're leaving dead soldiers behind 13 beautiful soldiers behind dead and many injured by the way people don't talk about the injured but many injured when that happens it's uh our country is and that's that's one you have the border pouring through you have inflation you have a bad economy Uh, you have uncertainty in so many ways it's a very tough time i think maybe the lowest time and i think the the lowest time ever was when the way we pulled out of uh, Afghanistan, and I was ready to do it. I was down. I was the one that brought it from twenty thousand down to two thousand five hundred troops, and we were ready. And the Taliban respected us; they wouldn't have done a thing. We would have brought all of that equipment back home. We would have kept Bagram because you have to keep Bagram; it's billions of dollars, and we, we would have kept that for China, not for Afghanistan, because it was right near China where they make their nuclear weapons, actually. And we would have kept that. And now China's going to occupy it very soon, as I understand. So it's been a very, I think it's a very, very low point for our country. And I believe we were at the highest point ever. We had the wall. We had stopped everybody coming in from the border. We were stopping drugs at a record number. And uh, we we were doing great as a country. The economy was doing well, to put it mildly.
2: Yeah, no question about it, Mister President. And you, you, you take a look. I mean, I, you know, I talk about there being two sides of stories, one side of facts. I mean, demonstrably, you are the best policy president the United States has had at a minimum since Ronald Reagan. And you talk about the foreign policy stuff. You know, ultimately, peace through strength with Reagan—that was the same deal with you. You know, for everybody who tried to say, "Oh, you're a warmonger," no, your strength and putting America first made all of us safer. Now we've seen what's happened the moment that was given up.
1: Well I was such a warmonger that we didn't have any war with me. I got <laughs> out of wars and wiped out ISIS and wiped out Soleimani and wiped out uh Al Baghdadi and you know some really, really bad customers, uh, worse than worse than anybody <laughs> we had and they were around for a long time. They were around for a long time and nobody else was able to do it. But That's true. we took out a hundred percent of the ISIS caliphate. Think of that. A hundred percent and we had the Taliban at bay. I spoke to Abdul. Abdul was the leader, still is the leader. And he knew not to mess with us. And for 18 months, 8 think of it, 18 months, we didn't have one soldier killed in Afghanistan. A little different than Chicago, would you say?
2: Yeah, a little bit.
1: And a little uh, bit. Chicago, Chicago is a far worse battlefield because I had an understanding with them. Do not do it. I said, we will hit you so hard if you do and they understood and they said yes we will not do it we will not do it they called me your excellency <laughs> but uh they we will not do it i hit them very hard I, I said and we would you know we had a very good agreement it was conditions based they didn't honor it in fact they didn't honor parts of it so we stayed longer we hit them very hard stayed longer they honored it every time we hit them they honored it but they were they were go- they wanted us out. We had to get out. Twenty one years is ridiculous, yep. and they never fought. We never really fought. We were like a police. Uh, we were like policemen, and uh, it was a it was. And Gani was a total crook, and I called that very early. I called that years ago. Yeah, well,
2: Mr. President, yeah. I may know. We will continue to benefit despite what the, this administration's done because of what you did and laying groundwork and having credibility upon return of com, a competent government in this country. To that end, you know, the one thing everybody wants to ask you about 2024, which I'm sure is as annoying as it is flattering because people want you back. But that, you know, the thing is it's about three years out. Walk with me for this for a moment. So in a little more than a year, this can happen. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi handing you the gavel. Tell me how satisfying it would be for her to have to hand you that gavel.
1: It's very interesting because so many people are talking about that. And, you know, I get along with Congress very well. Don't forget, I got 196 out of 196 votes with the uh, impeachment hooks. Impeachment hooks are number one and did very well with Impeachment hook's number two. You know, you mentioned Nancy Pelosi. She's moving to Florida. Why is she moving to Florida? She will destroy Florida like she did uh, San Francisco. San Francisco's a, a whole different place. And you look at what's going on in California. It's a disaster. She's moving to Florida. Why would she move to Florida? She had nothing to do with Florida. So it's like, I can tell you, the people don't want her to move to Florida. She's going to move to Jupiter? I understand or whatever. I, is, is this possible? I, I something tells great. me something tells me it's not gonna play out
2: that way. Um I I, I I don't
1: know. You're 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 great at your job. You have to tell me, is this really possible? Nancy Pelosi is now moving to Florida. She never had anything it, to do with Florida except criticize. You, you know what
2: happened, Nancy's Mr. President? I I think she might have been taking a look at it and then she saw that. The family's joining in Jupiter as well because, of course, you got Junior and you got Eric, and she ended up getting scared. So she, uh, you know, she left. <laughs> so now I don't think well, Nancy's going to end up know. moving here after all. But you, you mentioned Florida. You, you, a lot of the Marxists in the news media have been trying to pit you against Governor DeSantis in the hopes, I think, of creating like this Republican Civil War. I'm of the opinion that. You know, if if you run in twenty twenty four, DeSantis will not. So I think it's a moot point. But what what are your thoughts about Governor DeSantis and kind of this attempt to at manufacture you know conflict between you two?
1: So I do think if I run, he won't, and he knows that. When, and we have a very good relationship, by the way. We had as when I was president, we worked really well together. I helped Florida a lot. Including ships that were heading toward your region. And I said, nope, turn them back. Uh, we had a lot of, we had a lot of working together and we did a great job with the hurricanes and, uh, the panhandle in particular. Boy, did we take care of the panhandle. I love the panhandle. Uh, but we took care of everything in Florida, worked well together. And, I know they try and create a fiction. I don't think it exists at all. It might. You know, you never know. And if he wanted to run, that's okay with me. I think we'd win by a lot. But he's good. And he's done a good job as governor. We've had other people. We have other Republicans that have done a very good job. When Ron came to me, he was at three. And he had no money. And he asked for an endorsement. And I actually, you know, wasn't too... Thrilled because, uh, you know, he was very good. He helped me with the Mueller hoax because we had many hoaxes and he was on television a lot. But people didn't relate him uh, doing that as governor. So when he announced for governor, people really didn't know who he was. You you know how that works. So when Ron uh, asked me for help in that for an endorsement, which has been a very good endorsement for many people. Unfortunately, sometimes the wrong people like Kemp in Georgia. Every once in a while, you'll endorse somebody and they'll turn out to be not exactly so good. But Ron uh, Ron turned out to be good, and I'm proud of the endorsement. So he was at three, and three means you don't have a chance. And he went up like a rocket ship. He went up like nobody's ever seen before. In fact, the Secretary of Agriculture, who I didn't know, uh, he said he was – I think he was at 34, and he had $28 million cash. And Ron was at three, and he had no cash. And he said to me, I met him a year later, he said, you know, when you endorsed him, it was like a nuclear weapon went off. He said, we gave up. We didn't spend our money. It was over. And then I helped him get past their star, because he was supposed to be a star, the one he was running against. He was going to be he and Stacey Abrams were the two Democrats' big stars in the party. And we got by him. And he turned out not to be such a star in afterlife. If you look at him, uh, that that's not a star. Can you imagine if he were a governor? This this state would be ripped.
2: Oh my gosh! Right now, no, it, it would be. Would, we would look like California. California. Have We'd look like California.
1: We wouldn't have a state. Yeah, no, yeah, I no think question. California about it. would be good. by comparison. <laughs> yeah. so anyway,
2: so based California on what we saw bad. in Miami Beach, you're probably right with uh, with that guy, but. Yeah. Uh, Hey, M- Mr. President, I-, I got a standing invite for you. If you're ever interested doing a daily, weekly show, short form, long form, we can come to Mar-a-Lago, Trump International, whatever you want to do, you come here to the station. Uh, always an opportunity for you. And uh, may God bless you and your wonderful family. And I wish you a merry Christmas, Mr. President.
1: Well, I thank you, and you have a great show, and I thank you very much. And. Uh, i'll see you soon i hope you can be there by the way because it'll be a lot of fun on saturday you know getting getting lobs from bill o'reilly is not exactly thrilling but we will do it and we will handle it i don't think it's something joe would agree to i'm not sure i don't think something joe would agree to no we're gonna have a lot of fun yeah and uh, it's an honor to talk to you brian you're a fantastic guy
2: you're, you're more than kind the honor is is truly all mine and you're right that the uh the Press handlers for Biden would not allow him. Uh, I, I don't think yeah. it would be the NPR AP preselected people that uh, that would call um, no, <laughs> until no, next time, Mr. So. President. And again, enter, you ever want to do a radio show, anything you you get in touch with us. We'll do it.
1: OK, good. I will. God bless I you, will. sir. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you Great job. Bye.
2: All right. And so the event this Saturday, you want to talk to the president? You're going to have an opportunity. There is audience participation at this Saturday's event, the history tour with President Trump and Bill O'Reilly. Again, it's at 3 o'clock. And if you want a pair of tickets right now, we got them for you. 6 caller 866 610 You're listening to The Brian Mudd Show, go 610-WIOD. Celebrate our...
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as fast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission?